0: this work and find what i'm doing here and it really really matters uh, as small as that may seem so if you could please do that uh, before we get into the show i much appreciate it thank you for listening let's get into it peace peace i'm majestic
1: my brother justice Raji. wow
0: so uh since i last Conversation. Um <laughs> something we mentioned in passing. That could happen. Totally happen. And in that being that uh like Kevin McCarthy, Mike, yeah, McCarthy, so McCarthy. Kevin,
1: McCarthy,
0: yeah, was was basically fired from his job on his day off. Sort of, not totally. <laughs> but, you know, like in a sense. You know what I'm saying like it was like yeah, he did a thing. <laughs> You know, he made a bipartisan move to keep the government operational. And, and then I guess, you know, in many ways, would definitely consider uh, trying to shift his party's move and saying, look, man, we maybe we can't be doing this like trying to shut down the government every two months thing. Like, is this really, are we getting, are we getting somewhere with this? You know, what I mean, and it guess would be maybe, um, I don't know, I can't get totally into the mind of people do silly stuff, but you know, I'm trying. And the, the idea of, Making a deal, and then I mean, I guess all the layers. One, you know, he knew it was like you know, he knew going in the the, the people on his side that was going to go, nah, man, we're going to try to get you out of here, and then basically, which is the even wilder part, I guess, is the ironies of like, yo, I me, mean, you know, the, the the Dems being able to go kind of like, hey, you know, we'll save you, bro, you willing to make a deal? <laughs> we keep, right. you, keep you in the game if you want to make a deal. <laughs> and then it was like, nah, nah, we ain't doing that. <laughs> we ain't doing that. We ain't saving you. you and, your own. And, and since then, um, amidst a, a flurry of, of you know, um, of world chaos and, and, and mayhem, um, you know, the internal chaos and mayhem um, of, of a current sort of, um, you know, I guess, pol- policy or political, not really political, not really policy, political practice that is sort of embraced this idea that the world doesn't, whatever, like whatever the other role of all this doesn't matter. It just matters what we want to be happening in this space. Um is I it's how I look at it. It's like, you know, our job is and our role in our presence in this space is not about necessarily like the, the whatever, the, the overall higher ideas of, of a democratic representative republic. But it's a our how we think power should be wielded and what we think we should be doing. you know, it might be a little hard and cynical um but that's what it says to me. And so since then, there basically we have no Speaker of the House, which means no um you know we we are a, a few weeks away from a government shutdown more than likely um and also just the people's business cannot be done <laughs> um you know, everything. So, um, you know, we we might be all serious, but it is interesting, like, this is the whole thing playing out, you know, that the same people, you know, so before I say anything else, I wanted to give you some, some air to what were some of your thoughts on this.
1: Yeah, course. well, a couple of things. Number one, you know, for a long time, Americans would look at other countries and they would have coups and they would have all kind of stuff going on. And we would talk about our relative lack of, you know, political chaos and you know, talk about our system being better. And now not to say anything that we, a lot of times interfered in other countries that influenced them to have <laughs> political, uh, you know, chaos. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not always in every situation. I don't want to do that, but it is on record that we have done it. Um, and we've had this, you know, kind of smug attitude about governance and, and, and government. And I have a message that shit's over. (laughs) Like we are no better than most of the countries in the world. Like last January 6th, a group of motherfuckers stormed the actual (laughs) Capitol and tried to find elected officials they did not agree with to do something to what we don't know, but they want to do something to them.
0: Yeah, yeah, and we know at, that at a minimum they would <laughs> you pour know, water that, on their
1: heads, take like, the shit on they would say,
0: like, that's, yeah, I was just gonna go in there, you know. We just gonna scare them. We wasn't gonna really hurt nobody.
1: Well, yeah, nobody was there for you to hurt, but you know, we don't know what you would have did. We do know you took your shit on the desk, we know you pissed on stuff, you stole shit. We know that it's on record,
0: right? We got documentation. That's a wild, and now that's a we wild have thing a
1: situation where you know, and, and and this is and it's what's interesting about this, I've read an article about Newt Gingrich, who many people blame, if you will, for the beginning of this kind of stuff. And same thing happened to him in 1998. Right? Then it happened to Boehner, then it happened to Ryan, then it happened to McCarthy. Ryan was the smartest one. He just got out before <laughs> it got too crazy. Mm-hmm. So he could keep his name and keep his name good in DC, right? So we just have a process now that just shows we have one party who is currently incapable of managing itself. And I want to reiterate and think about this on a national level of only having two parties. We have one that is entirely incapable of managing itself. And they're open to tell you that and they're open to actually shut down the government for their interests. And so, you know, in America, we can go back to, like, watching television and shit. We watch the game and, you know, Beyonce and Taylor Swift for doing shows and it's football season. So we can kind of get away from the level of dysfunction that is currently existing on the federal, like, on the federal landscape. But mm-hmm. I think we should, we should be honest and open about it, right? It doesn't mean that I'm the guy with the, you know, that uh, I'm Lucy that every time Charlie tried to kick the ball, I bring the ball up, right? Mm -hmm. But I do think we need to look at this. Like, in McCarthy, you know, it's also the limit to wheeling and dealing. Like, you can't negotiate with someone who won't negotiate. And there are a number of people in the Republican Party who are not negotiating. Now, I will say this real quickly. I think the Democratic Party is going to have a challenge in the next year. Um, cause I think there's a number of things that will create some open cracks. Um, so some things are happening now that are going to create some open, open cracks. Right. But I think it just shows the, 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 uh, frankly, just our, the the breakdown of our governance model on a federal level. Um, and, you know, you know, you've seen, you know, you've seen that, um, in the, in the wisdom of ancient wisdom of black women from time immemorial, you know, fuck around and find out, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, you know, uh, McCarthy and the, and the Republican Party, you know, they got the X and Y axis. <laughs> they fuck it around <laughs> and they find it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, But the joke's on us.
0: Right. We all go have to, to deal with the ramifications of it. I mean, the, while I was, you know, scanning and reading a couple of different articles, you know, reporting on it and like uh the one was it, i guess jim jordan It looks like the one or the leader but it's people that don't rock with him um was it was a skace skace I, I, I'm not yeah sure. magnate yeah no 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 the i think the other person who was like in oh the other person's
1: gonna run but he's a mccarthy guy yeah i mean that and that yeah the the, the the politics right and i'm gonna say this this is my perspective i think america needs more than two political parties i think We are jamming circles into squares. We are jamming people who have some alignment, but not enough alignment to govern. And what we're seeing is the Republican Party in its multiple permutations now does not have enough in common to govern.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And instead of being like, okay, well, we're this party and we could have deal with y'all. We're this party. We want a little bit so everyone can keep their thing. And then manage it. We're trying to manage these these really uh diametrically opposed concepts under one tent and we see the we see the failure
0: Yeah. And I, I like trying to like understand the uh because it's one of the things almost like I'm, like I'm like, so I mean like I get it. Like, you know, you're like, all right, we're on our side, so we're on some like all right, we just want us to always vote on for like our you know, team, so to speak. But then within that, it's like it, it would be like the the most. Uh, if if it was if we was getting if if the if the mission was as a group we were all gonna order hot sauce and and you know you may not be into into hot sauce but you like you know you like, to like a like a, a nice flavor moderate hot sauce but then at the other end of the table there's some ghost pepper this bottle of the ghost pepper and the ghost pepper people are like the only hot sauce we can have is this ghost pepper. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if y'all don't want us to have this ghost pepper, then we ain't having nothing, right? And then, like, <laughs> it like, it like, it's like, it like, it's like, yo, but it's like, fam, like, I dig it that, that, that y'all on that ghost pepper, but come on, man, you can't be serious. If <laughs> you want us all to have a ghost pepper, like, some of us, I'm just not eating that ghost pepper, like, you know, as a person who has at least once or twice, um, you know, um, shout out to, to my father-in-law, like, eating something, like, you know, super hot. Sauce, little hot thing at a restaurant because he like the hot sauce. And I'm like, I right, do, I, I go for it with you. It's like I take. It's no fun eating something that's super duper hot. Like, it
1: just, yeah. You know As what a what person who likes that kind of shit, you're right. At some point, it's more man versus dominating <laughs> like, your dominating like the idea of anything around you more than the flavor profile. Yeah, it's like ha ha.
0: I've told my I told my uh you know my taste buds. I was the bastard of, of all I surveyed. You know what I'm saying <laughs> right, and so. <laughs> You know, and it's like it's cool if you're dealing with a personal decision that impacts mostly you and maybe your family. But if it's like yo, know, there's a whole other world that is dependent upon your your governance and your leadership. And then you like, nah, man, we are gonna get this ghost pepper, or you know, or somebody that's ghost pepper friendly got to be in the chair. You know what I'm saying? They got to be up there, and we don't want to agree on nothing. And you know, I like I, like I read a couple articles. <laughs> We're sort of like, we're like the Senate, Senate side, kind of like, they have to know that like, y'all might get this person, but y'all ain't gonna pass nothing. Like basically, like nothing you got is getting through Senate. <laughs> if you think you're gonna get some, that the, there's some leader that you could get that will have the capacity to be do what you want, right? And knowing, you know, and everyone that's you know, whoever you are when you're op- op- actually operating in the in the political space. You know, at some point, you got to have a sense of, like, where do I fit in the landscape? If I if I know right. I'm way over here on an on issue, I'm way, you know, whatever, you know, I don't really want to say left or right, just your position is I'm on this part of this this issue. Right. And you know that's a far out-ish point position. You got to have some level of, like, all right, you know, if I want to get some, like, on these other, other stuff that, you know, maybe I'm not way over there on, you know, that work needs to happen, too. And I do have you know, some responsibility, I have a level of responsibility to the greater, which again is, a, is an assumption that one, you know, may make and I guess could naively make it definitely. I think throughout our life, I mean, I, I would say both, but definitely, you know, Democrats have been more in the position of like, well, you know, I'm sure they care. I'm sure they love their children too. Um, you know, going back even to the Reagan days where it's like, nah, dog, sometimes, I mean, most of the time they like them. You know what I mean? But they would definitely, uh, you know, screwed up various, uh, you know, institutions and structures, you know, within our society in the name of, you know, getting what they want. And and then on the back end, you know, we we have destabilized, you know, social security because people just couldn't stop looking at that money in the early 80s. It's like, man, we could totally use that money and get it back. And I was like, no, you can't. And they're like, no, nah, no, nah, it'll be fine. And I was like, no, you can't. And they're like, no, nah, no, nah, it'll be fine. And they were like, all right. And they're like, oh, guess what? We was wrong.
1: <laughs> we, right, we not My bad.
0: We should just left it alone. Yeah, I know. You should just left it alone, B. Like if you just left it alone, it would have been fine. But you just couldn't, couldn't hold back, huh? Like, nah, I could. I, I had to have it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we we get to this place now. You know, and it's so. You know, I was reading an article, and it, just to give context to like, like the Lauren Boebert we see on TV. If you if you watch TV news and that sort of thing, like the national. Lauren Bobert and then like the local Lauren Bobert are like two different people <laughs> because because she like has to actually be sort of like a real human to, to in order to stay elected and 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 can within the context of her constituency you know you know for whatever it's worth can be perceived as like a reasonable person who doesn't you know vape and and be playing grab booty in in a public movie theater and cussing people out you know what I'm saying who knows you know what I'm saying? She might be, you know, nice, nice, nice enough person or, or her constituency, at least those who voted for her, trust her to actually serve their right. interests um, and don't, and see, can see the larger framing of maybe being more extreme as a, again, as a tactic to get something done, right? Yeah. um it always just gets to the place where like at what point is the tactic to get something done actually becoming kind of productive to anything getting done and again you know as we've stated before if you if you actually think it's in the best interest of like american united states to like shut down again you know shut down for three or four weeks or however many weeks You're to wrong. do something, i don't know what thing we're shutting down for <laughs> right yeah Like, what are we actually, you know, so, like, that's where it gets, you know, interesting for me. Um, And then, uh, yeah, so that's. uh,
1: I mean, I think, you know, just, you know, just following this logic. and, And again, this is where, like, the system obviously is, you know, if you represent a couple hundred thousand people who are all in locations. And in America right now, if you represent a couple hundred thousand people, those people probably think somewhat similar, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's just, you know, if you represent a an, an area of dense, what's the name? 300,000 people, it's not that much of land, right? And so they probably are all, you know, have some similar interests. And if you represent 300,000 people, that's as spread out as all get out because, you know, it might be hard to come by 300,000 people. Mm hmm. But but you have, you know, part of, you know, the Fox News and MSNBC, I'd be remiss, mm-hmm. like. The spreading of like you get your news from your angle and then you constantly and then I think the the Republican or the conservative side of this, frankly, is much more developed and sophisticated. They got radio shows. They got stuff you can buy, <laughs> right? Like channels you can like <laughs> for $8.99, like watch certain shows. And all the mm-hmm. shows do is reinforce things to you, some of which are not true, but much of which just reinforce you being in your own space, which creates a populace who will say things like, man, just shut it down. And then you get you get people that actually run for office who ha- who are like, what do they want to hear? Shut it down. And it's like, you you know, to shut down the government, you're harming People and the fact that you want to do that to prove a point, and you don't have like you don't have a block of people, it's not like you have hundreds of votes in the in the uh um, right in the, um, in the house, in in the house, like if we had hundreds of votes, you then we have a larger like, problem, right? Because now you like got
0: 20 and 30 is it, it's not even is it like is it is it it's double between 8 and 15, 15? like yeah, the it's 400 like, people, it's like yo, y'all need to like kind of. Like, you know, and I guess I I don't know if it's the I don't know what the uh, the language of kind of like, hey, man, it's only like 15 of y'all over there. (laughs) Like I hear y'all talking, but it's like 15 of y'all over. there. So like at some point. Well, again,
1: because everyone's in this tent, every person matters for the Republicans to keep control. And also traditionally, I I would argue that Republicans have not the leadership of how they have kept it together with bubble gum and, and you know, scotch tape, right, has been as such where it be like, wait, so you can't be in charge if I'm not down? Huh. Okay. Right. Well, I'm going to need this. Oh, I can't do that for you. Okay. Well, you're not getting my vote. Okay. I'll give you that. Okay. And give me this too. I can't give you that. No, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. Like, I guess the question that starts to get me too, though, like, is this is this what we've ex, what we're experiencing now? And I mean, the next election is going to be an interesting time. Um, you know, are we getting close to where? Because because a, a part of the backstop of 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 a really you know besides the the actual organizing and groundwork that it would really require for a viable um, you know multi party th- three or four party system to grow and and appear viable is that sometime at some point the money that you know you know that operates <laughs> in, in how campaigns run would need to to, to create the space where cuz cuz one if there's a there's we're so far down a sort of orientation for voters um and particularly particularly um the voters who predominantly who predominantly vote who are older people um and that's just
1: facts
0: <laughs> everybody I just saw some data this weekend at the event it. it was like yeah the people who vet, yeah, that's just the facts right that's just <laughs> you know anybody trying it's, it's no shade anybody trying to say you ain't a real you know you don't love the world or whatever but it's it's facts that older people vote and not older people don't vote consistently even if they vote you know just, it's just facts um and so when you start talking about who you're influencing who you're trying to get to show up um you know who you're trying to sway you know is the window where folks think you know because we've been here most of our life like, oh any any year now this wave of like everyone who's more like quote unquote us age you know our generation is thinks this way you know that way is going to be and it's gonna be significantly different you know, and the data shows that there's a significantly that's that one, some of those voters that would be in that next window are significantly more conservative <laughs> than than folks think, at least on some issues. Um and or or they're not as like uh, they're not as progressive as folks may think they are, at least in how they have voted so far. Um and but also like You know, and I'll use this like I'm. You know, I haven't paid much attention to it because it just seems like a, you know, the 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 guy, the other dude, the dude that's running as independent um, for president. And all I can ever think of, I'm like, so everyone who big money people and Silicon Valley and whoever ever, like, if he was to win, how do you think he could effectively govern with no stakes from either party? Like, how do you right. do? You really think he could affect him if, if this dude was the win and it was a major turnout of the independent vote, and and he got in as president and everything else stayed the same? Like the dude's gonna have to play ball with somebody to get
1: anything right. Back. And who's he held accountable? Right, he, he's going to have to, and he doesn't. To your point, besides a a federal election, and I, I think to me the key is. It actually has to start on local level. So this idea of whether it was Ross Perot, whether it was, you know, Buchanan, uh, you know, always, you know, always used to say he was going to run. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're talking about RFK, you know, Cornell West, you know, whatever, whatever everyone's take on this as a green party from last time. You have to start having that distinction on local levels. And it's not easy because you have to organize it and put money behind it. Um, One thing I'll share is for folks who are listening to research the Working Families Party. Now, you know, different people have different perspectives on how this has worked in New York, and now it's working in Philadelphia, where they are competing with Republicans for the minority seats in city council. Mm. Um, And there's there's a lot of stomach, you know, a lot of heartburn around this, but I do think it it has you would have to have it where they were voting for these folks not just for president and not just for congress but they were voting for them for state treasurer they were voting for for dog catcher they were voting, you know what I mean like yeah. Yeah. I mean, tax assessor yeah. like you would have to actually create the infrastructure where that people who were aligned in that regard were running up and down the ballot you can't do this whole well This person will just be president and it'll work like it's not going to work. It's going to destabilize the model even more. And it's also and and I bring this up and, you know, I've been on different sides of this throughout time. And now I'm on the side of the outside looking in, not being the insider looking outside. Mm -hmm. But I do think we have to have the conversation of, you know, what elected officials are. You know, you got to look at the numbers and I get it. But also, when are you having a personal touch that even if someone disagrees with you on a big level, they still see the leadership in you to represent them? Mm-hmm. Right. There are no two people who agree on everything all the time. Right. So once we acknowledge that, then everything from there is, well, how can we make sense of our disagreements and how do we you know, kind of add on and build on what we share together? And I think elected officials and people who want to be elected officials have to do a better job at here's my positions for whatever reason. And then here's my touch with people. And you see it all the time. I mean, you see it in certain states like Jesse Ventura was the governor of Minnesota. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor of California. Right. Like and I read an article about this guy, Jim Justice, who uh, is the governor of uh, of uh, West Virginia who Mm -hmm. was a Republican then became a Democrat then became Republican again right like and and listen he's running West Virginia into the ground (laughs) but he's probably going to win again right because he goes to you know events and be like hey look at my dog take pictures with my dog Mm -hmm. (laughs) now you know whatever (laughs) you think about that but like He has he has a personal touch and even people who are not fully agreeing with him, they like his leadership. You can take that for what it is. But I I just think elected officials have to be true to their thing. But, you know, on the on on whatever sides of the equation, populism is mattering and it's been mattering for almost 20 years now. So this is not like a flash in the pan. Okay, it'll go back to the way it was. We just let the kids, you know. Kind of dance all night, right? The kids will mm-hmm. go to sleep at 11 o'clock. The kids are staying up. Yeah. So at some point, we do have to have a conversation. If you're going to be populist, frankly, you might as well be populist in ways that are helping people versus populist in ways that turn that veer into authoritarianism, which yeah. is where I think Trump, right? Like, I, I think yeah. Donald Trump is explicitly engaging in populism as a veneer for authoritarianism. Yeah. And anyone who thinks about that, I want to say this, and I I know that some of the brothers who I'm talking to aren't necessarily listening to this podcast. (laughs) But if you know these brothers, you tell them this. And this is not, you know, this is not me putting up a sign called "Riding with Biden." But this is just the fact. (laughs) Absolutely. If you think because he signed a check during a global pandemic and gave you money for you not to do anything. As a reason that that person should be president again, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, but, there ain't going no <laughs> right. to be no more checks. You're right. There ain't going to be no more checks. If you think the streets is going, is the money going to flow because Trump is back in, you're wrong. Yeah. I mean, like straight up And anybody that got a cousin or a homie in the barbershop, because that is, that is definitely barbershop talk. <laughs> You're wrong. Like this is populism with as a veneer for authoritarianism. Yeah. And and it's definitely um,
0: there are a contingent of people who, you know, and I and I sometimes will bring these. Uh, I've tried different ways to say it, in, 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 in mixed and it makes in polite company to Around the wanting, you know, historic history of violence within our society, and that, like, you know, I actually told someone in a conversation this weekend, like, you know, there once was a time in America where, you know, in in, in and it was in a particular, you know, context of where I'm at now here in Oregon, um, but in the world in general, where like, you know, there were a lot of places in America where, if for whatever reason, um, folks whom we would perceive as black were doing were doing well or were just being there. And folks who didn't care for that, didn't want them to be there, could just be could just violate their civil and human rights and have a realistic expectation that nothing would happen to them. That there would be no penalty outside of whatever retribution the persons who they actually were being violent with could wield. Like that would just be over. There wouldn't be a lawsuit later. There wouldn't be a criminal case. You know, someone would go, Well, you know, I I know that was probably difficult for you. I'm sure you had to. Do you were just trying to do to protect your family, or or any number of you know totally flimsy and you know morally reprehensible reasoning? But um, and we've effectively made that a distasteful thing to do. You know, outside of you know um, a very few set of circumstances, uh, you know, which we're not going to rehash today. Um, you know, there are people who pine for that level of society, not necessarily just for black folks, but whomever. If they felt that they could engage in violence, or or at least threaten violence, and they would, you know, I, I feel there are people who are like, yeah, I want that kind of world again. You know what I'm saying? Um, there are folks who, um, you know, pe- people are nibbling on the edge of. We can use not just you know in some sort of de facto way where state power may you know be disenfranchising people via violence or or, or, or terror. But actually go like, yeah, nah, we, our, our solution to every sociological issue is, well, we'll just bust some heads, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, as I have uh, tried to, you know, articulate to people, and I'll say it here in our space, it's like, you know, if you are threatening or, or calling for more police presence to move uh, humans from anywhere, at some level, you're saying that there's an acceptable level of bodily harm that can be pre- done to those people to move them, because that's the backstop of the authority is the capacity to do violence. So, saying all that to say, you know, the tough talk of authoritarian rule historically has always been accompanied with the idea that, yeah, like they might let us, you know, if we don't like somebody, go ahead and attack them and not have to worry about. Being charged with a crime, or in some other way being held responsible after the fact, um, and the idea that folks continue to entertain that risk—you know—to me, it's just distasteful. It's like, hey, man, like you, you seem to believe it won't happen to you if this is the world that we head towards, right? And then you might say, "Well, you're being hysterical. You're being over the top." And I'm just like, I don't know. I have studied enough—not just in the United States history, but history of the last 150 years as uh, uh, we've had the industrial states and you know violence is always there <laughs> it is it, always creeping behind the populist leader it's a couple steps behind them is yeah there's going to be a a, a a incident in a small town or a a, a strike that gets busted up being some you know um other than you know unsavory means you know I mean? like there's there's lots of stories and evidence out there i don't have to, I'm not going to rehash those so you know it's a very um, interesting place that we're in it's a very you know sort of like the idea you know and, and I think we've I've articulated like the like when you can be obstinate and 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 out of pocket because there's no there's no uh within the context of what we're doing there's nothing I could do Right. So like, you know, our the, the the eight to 15 people who are like, yeah, man, we're going to shut. We're we going to use our position if we can to shut down the whole U.S. government and that, that'll stick it to them. And, you know, politically, it's probably the right play for Democrats to be like, nah, that's your squad. Like they, they might be bet, betting on the idea that the continued inability to govern at some point will translate to, um Some contingent of you know either independent voters or you know moderate conservatives or moderate whomever I don't know will go man maybe I really can't vote for some of these people (laughs) maybe these people are not the people that we should keep letting you know have majorities Um, but the experience of all those decisions is super localized so it's very hard for most of us to think of our decision making within the context of something as abstract as like well I'm gonna go vote and do some civil action and then like. Three hundred ninety nine other people somewhere else are going to get like voted in, or they're going to be there. Like I'm somehow connected to that, but I don't know them people, and I don't even know where they where they live. You know, it, it's it's a lot. It's a lot for the human experience to to manage. So I don't know. You know, welcome to the the world of leaderless chaos. I guess
1: is is a very um, yeah. I, I mean, and it's 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 indi- it's indicative of a set of broader things. That has just been more, more prevalent. And again, I mean, I think there's there's just other there's just other conversation around with everything else going on in the world in various spots. Right? I mean, it, you know, there's at least three to four places that are flashpoints for violence and 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 right now in the world. Mm-hmm. And so you know again america call it what you will whatever decisions we've made but the idea that now because our government doesn't have a speaker of the house to be able to actually negotiate with the head of the senate and the president to be able to represent the, the needs and intentions and thoughts of these 400 uh rep, you know uh congress people mm-hmm. We shouldn't downplay that. Like, that's a new place for America. And it's a new place for America in a multi, you know, like we talked about, you know, I talked about like this idea of there's not just one power in the world. It's not just two. Right. There's not just just like, OK, well, there's the United States and Russia. There are multiple power centers who have varying degrees of alignment with each other, depending on interests. And so if any time that Amer- that the American government needs to be quite like clear-eyed about that is actually now. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have a functioning government, how clear-eyed can you be? <sighs>
0: so, so um before we move to you know more, you know, I think at least entertaining topics, the only thing I guess I would say, because I did I didn't want to lose lose thread of that you brought up. I mean, I think there's definitely a a space that we're entering, if folks really build the local level, you know, work of, of developing space for more for more party, you know, affiliations, and and I I think if we want to really have a truly healthy representative democracy, it would actually be really great if we did that across people's political. You know, ideology, because I know sometimes folks can frame that as, you know, oh, you just want somebody more progressive or more like you or whatever. I'm like, nah, I just if it was some real like options out there. Like, you know, you, you you go to the meetings and they'd be like, well, you know, we we we're here on this issue and we we like to organize this way. This is how we do our fundraising, da da da. You know, I, I don't I think that there's a place for a more deliberative, you know, um a deliberating that I say that right deliberative that word might be a
1: word who knows what you gonna do um uh, hey man go- easy. come on brother <laughs> African American vernacular English
0: what I'm I mean shout out to you know what I'm saying brothers on the internet that be be banging on people when they try to come at him or the summer choke brothers shout out to him you know what I'm saying um like it's it it would probably be better for us to have more parties and then just like look, we had a if we have a negotiation of ideas, and sometimes if your party, your ideas never seem to win. I mean, you know, I ain't saying your ideas is
1: bad, they just ain't winners. You know what we're gonna and, do? And they don't represent the state of people today, right? Like right. it doesn't mean you're wrong, it just might mean you haven't convinced the people today that you're right. That you're right. Yeah, and, and you know,
0: what more can you ask for? I think that's I mean, I think that's a fair experience. Absolutely. Word up. All right. So fix that. You know what I'm saying? Lock that down. We did that.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here to talk about it.
0: <laughs> so, another, uh, you know, definitely less pressing to the operation of, you know, people's futures. Um, somebody's man's. I don't know who to call Drake's man's. I won't say he's your man's because you're my man. So you can't be his man's and shit because he ain't yeah, my man's. Yeah, yeah. But Drake was out of record. And I ain't listen Boy. to all of it. And, and I'll just tell everybody, I don't, listen to, I don't listen to almost anybody unless I really like you record like in totality when it come out. It's very, so like the Drake's and the, the the whomever y'all could probably think of in the world, it's a good chance I ain't listened to it yet. At least not all the way. But I heard enough, and then I heard enough t- chatter about it, you know, that this, at least, he's like 40 years old now, right? He's like 40, 37. 37, almost. It's like, apparently, like. Making 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 jabs at Rihanna, or he brought Esperanza Spalding's his name up in a song, right? Like
1: right from, from an issue eleven years ago,
0: right? Um, which which in a very if you know me, and shout out to she my own but to to my great community homie who's a relative of Esperanza, and so I I consider Esperanza in the YG circle of protection, which means Drake, watch it, <laughs> <laughs> be cool, be cool, bro. Be cool, bro. You know what I'm saying? Slow down. Slow your roll. <laughs> Yo. Talk to the real slick over the there. You know what be saying? cool. Slow down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I not, you know, I ain't saying nothing's gonna happen to you. I'm just saying, man. Be cool, man. You ain't gotta be tripping. You ain't gotta be acting, you ain't had to bring nobody name up like that. Right. She but be cool. <laughs> just the general idea. You know, I'm I'm a 47-year-old man. There ain't a lot of people in the world that I want to like bring your name up. If I, like if I was gonna be like you know what I want to do I want to write a rap this week I mean maybe I can write talk about like a geopolitical figure or something right? <laughs> but just like somebody I had a bad relationship or didn't work out or they won a prize and I didn't like however uh, two decades ago or some shit like I just can't imagine like being like yeah I mean should have been us at the uh at the, at the at the at the team talent at the at the right. we talent got show
1: twelve inch deal we should have got that twelve inch deal like what. You don't enjoy your life. Get the fuck out of here. I got kids. Like I got somebody want to hear about that. Family, <laughs> what, what are we
0: doing? So I I don't know if you can give me any thoughts
1: or oh because what is what is what's happening? What kind of grown man does this? Well, I mean, <laughs> in, I think it's an interesting. So I think there's there's structural stuff that lends itself to this like outcome. One, Michael Jackson had a lot of fans. But you didn't know Michael Jackson had a lot of fans, so Michael Jackson got out of a limousine, right? right. <laughs> like the only time you knew Michael Jackson and a lot of fans was everybody in front of the limousine <laughs> or the show, right? Right, right. everybody right. show up with a glove, including right. me, right? Showed right. up with yeah, gloves. the jacket, yeah, you get the glove. Listen, I went to, I went to, I went to the. Uh, it wasn't Veterans Stadium. Of, it was actually the other joint it was the RFK. Not RFK. There was another stadium in Philly right next to Veterans Stadium, oh. in the spectrum. You know what I'm talking about? The big one that no one ever used. But Michael yeah. Jackson, that's who would, That's where they would do the shows, and they wouldn't do it at the vet. They would do it at this other stadium, which I'm sure is in your mind. <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh,
0: snap. Is it Franklin Field or
1: something? No, Franklin Field's Penn no, Stadium. that's
0: my Penn. That's Penn.
1: Pen. Um, this, but this stadium, which called, you know, yeah. I'm not thinking about right now, but anyway, went to see Mike there. So my point is you knew who had fans like that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's different now where we have the means by which we know where you stand in regard to an artist by how much you actually bombard other people who disagree with your perspective. Whether it's the Beehive, whether it's Barbies, whether it's Drake fans, right? Like You have people who literally swarm and act in a kind of groupthink when it comes to being angry at people who disagree that you don't like the artist, number one. That, that's well, that's actually not number one. That's a piece of it. Number one is when Biggie well, shouts out to the Bay when people talk about player haters, right? And, you know, you it, it, the context of, of player hater for those who you know might need some context on it <laughs> is you was hating real players in the street, right? Real mm-hmm. players was doing things legal, illegal. And you were not liking the fact that a player made his moves. Yeah. That's a, first of all, those are the kind of terms that shouldn't have came out of the street. I, I'm of the perspective, certain terms should never come out the street because they lose. They only make sense in a certain context. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now we've gotten to a point where if you disagree that an album is good, you are a hater. Mm. And we saw it a little bit during the puffy times, right? Like when we were doing music, right? But now we're in full-fledged. If you say an album is, 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 as the kids say, mid, right? (laughs) You are looked at as a hater because that person is doing well. And Drake, remarkably, being a student of the art. See, one thing about Drake that's actually really interesting is when you think about Drake, you used to listen to Little Brother listen to Dilla bought mics that push your T wrapped on, <laughs> right? Like all this crazy shit, right? Mm. Like was a true student of the art of hip hop and then made a decision to do pop music, which I, you know, thank you for sharing uh, the Entume um, interview mm. on, on uh quest love where he says something really amazing. Like if, when you're studying jazz, you're 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 trying to master complexity, but when you're studying when you're doing pop music, you're trying to master simplicity, mm-hmm. and it's difficult to master simplicity. Yeah. So I don't look at pop artists as like bad because you're mastering something that like keeps an idea in millions of people's heads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Drake, you came from this guy, you're this guy, and people, you know, you've produced an album like damn, like every year. You've had arguably the best run, the best. Uh, discontent. will you know, kind of like continuous run of any hip hop artist. It sounds wild to say that, but if you think about it, the guy's been in the collective consciousness since 2011 and 12, and I can't remember a year where he hasn't had a song mm-hmm. that hasn't been in the collective consciousness since 2010. Yeah. Yeah album might not be the best all that but i'm saying a song and and i don't really think there's an artist in hip hop right now that has had that kind of run i think jay had a more impactful but shorter run mm-hmm. i think wayne had a more impactful but shorter run yeah uh, and i think future is probably the closest but just isn't as big because he just talks about being on drugs and, like, taking your woman. <laughs> he, he, like, you know, to be to be future is, like, a blues. He is, like, if hip-hop ever really got to, like, somebody who just talked about the blues, it would be future. Like, I take drugs. I got more money than you. I drink right. champagne. Your girlfriend will do strange things with me she wouldn't do with nobody else. <laughs> like. Uh. You know what I mean? to right. to to a relatively <laughs> simplistic and continuous beat that that doesn't really change, but anyway, like so so I say that to say, but when you get to a place like that, you've had the best run you're thirty seven years old your 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 topic topically you haven't shifted, right, and you respond to a rapper who was a very good technical rapper, regardless if Joe button was a pop success. Right, right, Joe could rap. Joe Button could rap. You knew Joe Button could rap. So if he tells you he likes your record, but you need to change your output, like change your, your lyrical output, for you to write a paragraph shows how sensitive you are to the ideas that you're not your peers, which I'll go into later. But yeah. It's,
0: it's like... And I don't you know it's it's weird just because I you know and I, I guess I had these conversations with with my kids about you know music and like and 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 I guess it's a, it's a subject matter the way it shows up right now is a lot of just like the number of we have this proliferation of artists um particularly of like women artists who you know have very provocative lyrical content, you know what I'm saying. In many ways, not too much unlike some very provocative lyrical content of some other ages of of now in the past. You have the 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 juxtaposition of the current moment, the amount of you know more uh, male artists and men artists that are men, um, whom subject matter tends to either be around as the future drugs, drugs and 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 uh, sex drugs, rock and roll, or sliding on ops. You know what I'm <laughs> saying, like various. 5,000, uh, you know, I say uh, <laughs> your, war, your war stories and guts of glory are going and shooting your opposition or being pursued by the opposition or the opposite, you know, whatever the nature of it, it may be. And so, you know, in these conversations, but then also these conversations around like, you know, i just listening to a lot of music, <laughs> a lot of other stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, quite eclectic stuff, you know what I'm saying? They're all over the map with it. And their generation engages, you know, I like, I'll I be thinking about like, sometimes I'll be like, look, I, I'm, i I'm, I'm in a WDS, DAS, their childhood chokehold on, on a lot of stuff musically. Although oh, I, do, absolutely. I do, I do have a diverse palette and, you know, and I could appreciate, you know, some classical, some this and that, you know what I'm saying? It's cool. But it's, you know, there's stuff like, you know, I, I don't, I don't, join in on, like, well, this person is popular, and therefore, like, I feel like I need to know about it so I can feel young too, so, like, the Taylor Swift of world, like, I'm
1: not, I'm just not,
0: I don't need, hey, I don't feel compelled to try so to like Let it.
1: me touch on that. Let, you know, um, you're a hell of a podcast, host, Justin. You just, you just, you just, you just feed, the, you just feed the masses, you just got ideas, it's everywhere. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really, really, really smart guy. Um, <laughs> This is another part of it, 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 you know, that, you know, Nas had a song with Second Childhood. I maintain that because hip hop is fundamentally a youth culture, right? And take from that what you will. Because a 19-year-old in 1988 is kind of different than a 19-year-old today. And that's just in America. Take from that what you will, Right. You know, we see those memes where you had like an r singer that was 26. He was already balding. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now like an RB singer looks like a 19-year-old now. Um, <laughs> but hip hop, because of the people who are listening to it, for mass engagement, you're probably keeping the subject matter at like somewhere between 18 to 25 years old. Mm-hmm. Now, all the people who are listening to it are not 18 to 25, which is which is what I'm talking about. Right. Right. There's some old motherfuckers listening to hip hop uh, relating to this idea of being between 18 and 25, 18 and 30, if you want to be liberal with it. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're producing music that constantly touches back to that, to your point about ops. Like if, if we're talking about community violence. There's a certain age of people who are involved. Now, obviously, there's always some of the guys that's a little too old to still be in the game. Mm-hmm. And then there's kids who shouldn't be in the game, right? Mm-hmm. But generally, the people who are in the game are a certain age. So when you keep doing these songs and you're sliding on ops, but you got 45, 50 year olds going to work listening to it and then being like, then, then, uh, okay, you ready for work? <laughs> Slide right, your card. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we we have a situation where we're producing a music that doesn't talk about social issues. We're producing a music that now only kind of talks about relationships in a one dimensional way. We talk Mm -hmm. about relationships that are increasing, that are almost increasingly uh, increasingly almost totally transactional. Yeah. Like What are men getting out of it? What do women get out of it? You're going to pay me to do this. I'm going to give you some money and you'll do a lot of stuff for money. Mm-hmm. And so the danger of it is, is, is that for me, and this is trying not to be the old you know curmudgeon, but the danger is it's not aspirational. It may be aspirational as far as brands, but it's not aspirational as far as ideas. And I think what Drake gets hit with now because he is like the master of the realm of that. Mm-hmm. Whereas his peers have gone in a different direction. J. Cole used to do songs about wanting to lose his virginity, right? Mm-hmm. Now J. Cole just spins tails and tells you 10 ways he's better than you, but it doesn't sound like the music he made 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar just decides to go off the map, right? He just does it like, hey, you know what? I'm going skating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going surfing and skating. I, I'm not even not right. really interested in that anymore, right? Yeah. yeah. So the big three, just so just how we had old Biggie, Jay-Z and Nas, and if that mm. was ever a fair comparison, we now have a new big three. The big three is Drake, Kendrick, and Cole. And so that's where. I think the infantilization really starts to hit because those other two artists, uh, uh, they didn't maybe get as much commercial acclaim. You could debate with Drake and Kendrick, but they're now seen as like a notch above Drake. Yeah. 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 And and I think part of that was his response to it because he has mastered the world of talking to people who's all week. They just want to go to brunch. Right, right. I I I guess
0: okay, because I've been I was uh it's like it's almost like the um like Drake as soundtrack to to the least perceived life of like you know if you watch any of any of the reality TV show dating shows of any ilk, you know, they have the like I'm just trying to find somebody that's like serious about their life right now. You know what I mean, or the, you know, you know, you know. I gotta find somebody that's really down for me, you know, because I'm going through a lot right now. You know what I'm saying? Try to figure out, how to build my business. Like I I don't even need a queen. that's going blah, blah 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 You know what I'm saying? Or like whatever, you know. I I don't watch enough of them to have too many sound uh, impersonations, but I think hopefully the world is getting where I'm going, like that. The way you may look at the world as you're figuring yourself out in your 20s to 30. Um, which may have, you know, you might at least have enough experiences where you'd be like, yeah, I need somebody that's serious. Like, it's really down for me to be mama, because you, know, you get your heart broke. You know what I'm saying? Or you get, you know, as you you know, like I say, you, you get your heart broke <laughs> a couple times as, as, as a young man. And then you either you either pack your heart up and put it in your pancreas and hide it for later. You know what I'm saying? Or you,
1: you, 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 you. you Did it. you say pack your heart up, put it in your, by your pancreas? Yeah, put it in your pancreas. You
0: just gotta tuck that
1: thing away. Well, 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 goddamn!
0: Pack your heart up and put it by your pancreas.
1: <laughs> you wanna, oh, man, you know, what? I'm to tell Messiah that, like, yeah, <laughs> you pack your heart up, put it by your pancreas. You don't yeah, man,
0: man, well, you don't want to do too much of that, because eventually you mess your pancreas up and your heart. But, <laughs> but in the short term, you know it might help you not to get your feelings hurt again. You know what I'm saying, right? And, and then as a young, you know, young woman, and then I'm speaking within a, <clears throat> the partnership context, I, I I feel safe to speak to. Um, you, you know, you might, well, you know, I don't really want to be getting too serious with nobody because I'm trying to work on my X, Y, Z that I'm doing. So, I, you know, I compartmentalize the world in this way or that way, and when you get to that being this transactional, like the, the predominant conversation uh, that you see on there, Somebody shared a a meme with me this week and it was, it was some outrageous. I don't even know whose podcast it was and it was something ridiculous and it was like, Black folks don't talk about nothing serious on podcasts. Like, they only talk about, like, yeah, I need a woman that's going to do this. I need, men need to figure out blah, 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 right? And it was very, so like, if this context of what Drake feels like, this is what the people want to hear, if they're going to go party and turn up or ride around in my music, they want to, they want to still, the, the, my sweet spot is still somebody channeling through my conversation their own kind of internal dialogue about the uh, ex you know last relationship they was in that you ain't really understand my value you know what i'm saying or you didn't appreciate me or you you know whatever i i'm better now that i broke up with you because you know whatever i don't i don't live in that world but the people that do but the
1: danger is when it reaches like when it goes like you're mad at rihanna because she's moved on like like I again, let's say you were a guy that pressed into that. Like to your point, I think you you you're bring up a really good point. Yo, she's moved on with like a child and a half. Like she's about to drop. You know what I mean? They're about to have some more babies. Yeah, like what you mad because ASAP Rocky got her and you liked her? Like, yo, like <laughs> grow up. <laughs> like there's nothing else. Like, grow up, man. Like, yo, let that go. Now, again, here's the thing. There's a lot of rappers I don't listen to to say the same stuff over and over again. Mm. And that's okay. And if you weren't Drake, maybe people wouldn't care. But they do, because you're Drake. Right? Like, they care because you're one of the new big three. And, you know, there's no accident that the guy said, hey man, you know after this I'm going to take off a year to rap. Because I think he, he I actually don't think he has anything else to say. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not like jazz where it's like a new chord. <laughs> right. It's, it's not like writing. It's like, yo, what else can you say is going to keep people interested that will reward you by coming to your show? Mm hmm. And they want the same thing. They don't want anything new because maybe we're not in a world that's creating a space where like you want to hear James Brown say, I'm black and I'm proud. Like open the door. You ain't got to get it for me. I'll get it for myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we don't have a world where artists had to then start to think about doing political or cultural music. Right. Yeah. Like we, you know, so I I get it and I don't want to I don't want to like, you know, almost like go too hard at homie, But I think it's a really interesting space of, you know, finally that you can't take criticism from your art, from someone who did the art. Mm-hmm. Like we often talk about people don't want to hear like Stephen A. Smith didn't play basketball, So you can't talk about me. Okay. But Joe Budden did rap at a high level. Yeah. So if it's anybody that should actually be able to, have a conversation about that thing, it's actually him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I mean, you know, I have, I have issues with that construct, you know, but I understand it where folks would come, you know, where you know, these sometimes where they're trying to come from. But the it, it, that that artists, especially if we're going they're as 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 elevated in their footprint at some point like. Yeah, we we need to have some sort of critique about what you're doing, um, or if it's just if it's just ridiculous, it's like yo, it's sort of ridiculous. Like I don't, you know, you don't know, no. The the world should know I'm not losing any sleep. <laughs> Over Drake Drake's record, like I must be like, man, what we gonna do? I gotta, gotta go talk to my kids, make sure if they listen to this record that they they understand what their values are. Like it's fine. Like Drake put it out there; that's the person he wanted to be. He wanted to have the hair clips in backwards or whatever in the video. I could read really tell what the hell was going on with that. Um, was that hair clips? Was that I don't know. I'll look at it. I go. I'll go research on my own at some point. But the. Like
1: Uh, it, it kind of like trying to be like Lil Yachty. Like I I guess that was the other thing. Like you got hair clips like Lil Yachty, right? Like, okay, you know, and your Lil Yachty is a really interesting character, and and I think there's something to be said by keeping yourself close to youth culture because hip hop is youth culture, but also you have the ability to shift youth culture. But do you want? Maybe you don't want to. You know what I mean? I don't
0: know. But it's like it's like you know to the degree that pop music is like, you know, pop music is always energized by young people, but not young people is paying for them $20,000 Taylor Swift tickets. You know what I'm saying? Like, young people ain't paying for them tickets. Somebody grown that that has the resources is paying for them tickets. Like, uh, if it when Drake goes on tour, I mean, he got people that are, you know, I've, I've worked with some of them, you know, peers who were uh, 21 you know 19 20 21 in 2011 you know what i'm saying and they the ones that's gonna like yo i'm going to coachella and kept Drake again you know i saw him two times there you know what i'm saying like so as much as and i guess that is still youth that's not you know I'm not talking about like 15 year olds necessarily but it's it's a it's an interesting place i guess to be at you know and then that sometimes i you know since i do listen to some you know sports foolishness podcasts and things which are usually a lens that is I at least would say is more of a white lens. And so when I hear them talk about like folks from out that are definitely that consider themselves as onlookers to the world of like the hip hop culture in the way they they like will reference an artist like a Drake that or you know all of these people are just celebrities. <laughs> right. They're just celebrities who do um, you know, some interesting or or uh, creative thing in a, a, a you know part of a pantheon of you know entertainment spectacle and you know on the other hand like i'm looking at it like yo, is this the theme music to like men that don't want to grow up like you know what i'm saying like, oh man we got like real we just talk about chaos <laughs> in, the, in the goddamn congress we got we need we need like you know maybe you can make a rap about your girl that you was dating 12 years ago and it ain't work out and you feel some kind of way because she got two babies with somebody else and seems to be having a good life. Maybe you can do that and have profound ideas about uh, water policy. I don't know, but I'm concerned. (laughs) (laughs) I guess this is where I'm going. I'm concerned that if you somewhere like, man, I feel how Drake feel. I'm still mad at what's her name because that ain't work out. I'm like, yo, man, like I I guess, but we really need... (laughs) You got some senior social we need, we need
1: you over here. We need you.
0: We need you over on this other side of the room. <laughs> Not to be somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Turning out the uh turning out the uh, the networking event because somebody you you dated, you know what I'm saying, eight years ago come in, you know, happy with someone else and you just can't deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: like, yo, can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs>
0: I'm like, no, like, no, you can't talk to her for a minute, dog. Like, what are you doing?
1: Is there a reason you brought him with you here? <laughs> why Why did you have to bring him here? I see you haven't changed my a boy, bit. right? Now, you know what, you still just same. You know, what I, I mean, Drake makes music for men who feel like that. Uh, and I, <laughs> I can't, I don't understand. I he, makes music, he makes music for men who would do that kind of thing, like. And again, you know, it, the, the if there's a space that he could be congratulated for where he brought you know, I, I would argue emo rap didn't start with Drake. Uh, I would say to me, the first place I heard it was Mine's playing tricks on me. Because that was the niggas was in a twist. <laughs> like, it's schizophrenia. You know, like, it's like going on. And you could argue ghosts kind of Brought it oh, to yeah. bear, right? X, ex, right? Like, there's a lot of people who who did it. And so he kind of did it in a different way, right? Where, you know, I think previous were like extensions of male bravado and, and some things that you could argue were either healthy and not healthy, right? But he did it in this like stealth, unhealthy way. Yeah. Like, I just want you, I, you know, you with him now, you should be with me. Cause he never, he he make you feel like I felt, well, guess what? Obviously he is. It's too late. Let it go. Mm -hmm. It's over. Right. Like, and so we're at a place now where you've been reproducing this model for again, a decade. And I think it's an amazing run. If you had a chance to say the same shit for a decade and nobody get mad. Yeah. I mean, I, I think didn't you getting yourself
0: happy. I mean, he did it. What? He did it. He did it with flair. That's a, I like some Drake songs. I ain't saying nice I don't like none of it. Some of it's like, oh, I, I rock with that song. Drake. There's some other songs I'm like, eh, that's so
1: much for me, right? But yeah, yeah I mean, well, well you you that. aren't the you aren't the uh, the target consumer. Yeah, I'm not the target. <laughs> I think I think you I think you know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm fully <a> aware.
0: <laughs> Drake <Great> big ones. <laughs> like, we can get he justice did. in here, man. We can open up. Yeah, the he whole did not. Time. He did
1: not make the song thinking about if you was going to buy merch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we got to get that uh 47 year old uh, father too demographic. We got to get him. In, you know Once we get him, with no way we can lose. <laughs> Everybody's down. Well, you know, what I mean, if anything, Justice like it, you know, what I'm saying he'll start retweeting us and anything
1: like like no, nah, it's not gonna happen, Drake. <laughs> but, oh, uh, but but yeah, man. So I, you know, for me, it's just like. It, it again, I think it's a part of the the thing because you besides a couple of artists, everybody's old but can't act like they're old yeah right yeah,
0: yeah. that is a yeah and then then definitely yeah that is a real phenomenon yeah it'll be like I'm still trying to figure out who I am
1: <laughs> only <laughs> a couple was... artists only a couple artists can like be old and we're okay with it right like except that they're off to the like we're doing we're doing the cruises, right? Like Ooh, there's a space mm-hmm. of people who are doing the cruises. There's a there's a nostalgia space. And I think Nas Wutang and De La Soul have been able to interestingly get to this place of older artists, I mean older people, some nostalgia, and, and some younger people who, in their love of reproducing the 90s, which was 30 years ago, have fall have happened upon this music, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Messiah came it was like, he liked MF Doom, right? <laughs> mm. And it was like, okay, he likes Tyler. And so we kind of, from Tyler, we kind of went back and he was like, yo, I, I feel this too. Because if you kind of like Tyler, there's yeah, some spaces you- where I see that kind of takes you back to Wu Tang. It takes you, you know what I mean? It, yeah, eyeball.
0: It takes you, to- you know, they're yeah. saying all yeah, creative, interesting ways of delivering
1: the music. And, yeah, yeah. It kind of takes you to a place. So I think so, there are some young people who are just going to like that in the same way when 70, you know, kind of like that really interesting thing about like fish, like when we in the 90s, where it would be like a 15 year old that would go see fish. <laughs> would be like, wait, this is like old as shit. But it'd be like, a, like, you know what I mean? Like like a 15 year old white girl. Would be like, I love fish. That's my jam. Like, and it would, I think so. You have it the same way. But I, I do think, and you know, for me, this isn't, you know, I don't I don't want people to be boring in hip-hop regardless. Like, I kind of like I heard, you know, the thing about Duke Ellington said, what kind of music is it? It's two music's good and bad. Mm-hmm. So this is not the thing that I want people to do bad music that suits my 47-year-old interest. I just think it's about what does growth look like and how does Black music. And, and the hip-hop is not alone in this. I like r and b is actually retarded as well. Mm-hmm you know, but what does it look like for music to represent the growth of the time, Mm -hmm. right? Without it just being like this one small space, but a broad thing that like children can listen to things that adults are saying and actually get something out of it versus children can only be talked to in the way that children have been talked to yesterday for growth. And in Mm -hmm. some ways it reflects the the earlier through line of MSNBC Fox News, right? Mm -hmm. Like
0: this is our. You are talking only, the same way, you're gonna get the same shit. Right, and then and then and, and the only alternative is either to be even more polar, like polar out in either direction is like the alternative. The alternative is not like some other place in between. The alternative is like, no, you got to go like deeper. We <laughs> got like get, you know one of them uh one of them one of them uh podcast threads uh subscriptions or you know you know I don't even want to say the name of them. Uh, you know what I'm saying so that you can feel like you really 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 got to your and it's like dang man I don't know is this good is this good for us I don't know if this is good for us so word out word out alright well I think we did that I think we covered
1: it, it was done yeah. <laughs> we
0: did it all, So, um, unless you got anything else you know I'm saying uh, for the good order I say peace peace thank you for listening to good brothers thank you to my good brother I'm a tester. Good Brothers is a part of the Ask Your Overhead podcast. And you can support the podcast by uh, rating, subscribing, sharing wherever you uh, listen, you know, and on your social medias and the internets or just to a, a dear friend. Um, otherwise, you can support the podcast by searching Justice 5G on Patreon and become a patron. And you can um, subscribe to help me keep a little something in the kitty. Every month, so I keep the uh, proverbial audio lights on. Any event, I um, hope you find the conversation useful, um, performing entertaining, something. Hope you know take the best part for yourself. But uh, thank you again for listening, and see you next time. Peace.